Quick programming notes. In this episode, we reference the state of Arkansas that is considering a law banning drag shows. But since this episode was recorded and edited, the state of Tennessee has introduced a law actually banning drag shows. It's all very sad and rather difficult to understand. Trans women are women, trans men are men. It's just how it is. These are people who are just trying to live their lives and they are mocked and beaten and derided. And yes, the murders against especially black trans people because that's the intersection of racism and transphobia. I think it all goes back to masculinity. That's Tracy. Welcome to Be The Change, the podcast from the Peter Tatchell Foundation. My name is Simon Harris. In every episode, we'll be telling stories from the uncomfortable to the inspiring, from the strange to perhaps even the downright funny. Later, we'll hear from Peter himself. In this episode, we're exploring the fears that America is sliding into a homophobic and transphobic purgatory. Tracy E. Gilchrist. I am VP, Executive Producer of Entertainment for Equal Pride. That's the parent company for The Advocate and Out. We've made some progress, some decent progress over the past many decades since Ronald Reagan was in office in the 80s. He was the king of the evangelical right and was horrible for LGBTQ plus people. And then we started to see some gains as much as, you know, Clinton gave us the Defense of Marriage Act and Don't Ask, Don't Tell, which were not great, but were sort of intended as stop gaps to worse things happening. We made some progress. We had President Obama. We got marriage equality. This is, in my opinion, the religious right pushing against LGBTQ plus people. And also it goes hand in hand with, I think, misogyny and racism. And, you know, we saw the overturning of Roe v. Wade, which was the overturning of abortion rights, federal abortion rights. And I think that was kind of a clarion call to conservatives to get on board and then, you know, even further attack LGBTQ plus people. It's a really dark kind of circle of of hell, frankly, with the religious right and Republicans in this country working to remain in power. And the way they're doing that is by attacking marginalized and vulnerable people. In 2022, almost a thousand anti-LGBT plus laws were proposed in the US. The main target, although not exclusively, was our trans brothers and sisters. We had bathroom bills, genital inspection bills, and laws deciding what children could and could not read. Yes, some had problems with stories about male penguins that love each other. The most odious of all the laws was Florida's version of Britain's Section 28. Tonight, Florida's controversial legislation, dubbed by critics as the Don't Say Gay Bill and gaining national attention, has been sent to Governor Ron DeSantis to sign But critics warn this will prevent teachers and schools from helping children who feel bullied or ostracized and have nowhere to If you're in a state like Florida, where your identity is being erased, where the governor is targeting you as a child, 
if you're in that state, it's trouble. And I'm concerned for kids in those states. And the most we can do is continue to fight for them. Every ally needs to speak up and help. If you, if you know kids that you think are questioning, you've got to be there for them. And we have to continue to fight. I mean, at the moment, I'm having fights with people in my own family. They know they know the work I, I do. They know that I've been doing this forever. They accept me as a queer person. However, some of them like Donald Trump. And I can't, I can't even tell them, you can't do both. Because you have to be out there advocating for me and the people, my friends that you say you love, and all those kids that are coming after me. You can't do anything but make sure that we're safe. And you can't have both. And I've had those conversations within my own family in this country. The United States is arguably more divided culturally than at any time since the 1860s Civil War. Attacks on LGBTs tripled last year. Far-right groups protesting LGBTs are now active in 18 states, up from six, six years ago. 43% of LGBT plus youths have seriously contemplated suicide. Let that sink in. 43%. This American culture war is taking no prisoners, and nothing, it seems, is off the table. Like Eminem's secret plan to turn kids gay. The M&M issue is so ridiculous. I believe this is because of Tucker Carlson, who is a horrific right-wing Fox News host. Woke M&Ms have returned. The green M&M got her boots back, but apparently is now a lesbian, maybe. And there's also a plus-sized, obese purple M&M. So we're going to cover that. makes very little sense. You know, if you listen to what he said, he's he's basically angry about M&Ms because... The green M&M, who was, I guess, intended to be a lesbian several years ago, uh, but she wore go-go boots. This year, for some reason, M&M decided to put her in sneakers, so I guess she's less feminine. And Tucker Carlson is actually angry that he's not attracted to the M&Ms. If you listen to what he said, that's what it sounds like. And it is the peak absurdity. These are fictional animated characters. But what scares him, I don't think anything scares him, actually. I think that he just wants to whip people up to keep his job. That's that's what I think he's doing. I don't know what he believes. Same with Donald Trump. I have no idea what Donald Trump believes. I just know that he believes in himself. And he's just trying to keep the religious right happy. So the M&M situation is so ridiculous. It's so beyond. I can't believe we're actually talking about sexualized M&Ms. That's surreal to me. It is surreal. It's it's absurd. I think that the right that white, cisgender, straight men in particular, and the white women who love them, lost their minds when President Obama was elected twice. They lost their minds to see a Black man and a Black woman and a beautiful family in the White House this country's racist. That's that's the bottom line. We are a racist country. I will say that. I firmly believe it. And I think the country lost their minds. They anointed Donald Trump, who has no moral center, as their king. And he will glom onto anything. So now it's just become a game of one-upmanship. How much crazier can they be? 
And people have truly lost their sense of intelligence, of empathy, of understanding, of knowing what's real, what isn't. I, I think there's an incredible disconnect here. I don't know how to get back from it, frankly. M&M's caved. They ditched the campaign and sweets went straight again. I can't actually believe I said that sentence. My opinion? These were innocuous cartoon characters of talking sweets. And M&M should never have given in to sexism, homophobia and plain stupidity. I literally looked at a pack of M&M's this week and purchased a Kit Kat instead. The state of Arkansas is currently legislating to ban drag shows. Police have to protect drag queens reading to kids. And in one state, domestic terrorism is a possibility. They say the evidence shows multiple shots were used to damage that equipment. There have been rumors that this crime was in response to a drag show that some residents were protesting. Sheriff Field says there is no evidence. The big thing is that a lot of these people on the right are accusing LGBTQ plus people of pedophilia, of grooming children, just because we want to include our history in the books. We exist. There are queer people in our history and we want kids to be able to talk about their families if they have same sex parents or if they themselves are queer. We want them to be able to talk about that. The religious right is using queer people as a scapegoat. And because drag queens have been doing these uh, drag queen story hours where so now you have men dressed as women, which God forbid, the worst thing you can be in this country is a man who isn't hyper ridiculously masculine. So I think you have, you know, drag queens who are then reading to children, which in their minds, you know, they conflate that to pedophilia. But here's the thing. There are so many religious figures in this country, so many uh, alleged Christians who've been proven to be pedophiles, that it's it's a little bit of projection, in my opinion, as well. It's smoke and mirrors. They're trying to throw off the scent of their own transgressions, in my opinion. If you're enjoying Be The Change, remember to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We would love a review. It helps others find the show. At least 32 trans people were murdered in the US last year. The figure, in reality, is probably far, far higher. It may have been a hate crime. Davis was a transgender woman of color. I'm also angry at the fact that trans women are being murdered in the city of Detroit. I think it's very bad. This it's an incredibly, this is an incredibly in vulnerable group. And I think everyone who can and should, should speak up and protect this group of people. These are people who are just trying to live their lives and they are mocked and beaten and derided all the time. Uh, And yes, the murders against especially Black trans people, because that's the intersection of racism and transphobia, those have been on the rise for years and years. And it just, it gets, it gets worse every year, it seems. 
And I, I think anyone who could and can needs to stand up and protect this group. There's no middle ground. There's no, you know, JK Rowling it. You, you can't have those points of view. Trans, trans women are women, trans men are men. It's just how it is. And I, I don't understand why it's such a huge problem, except again, we have this problem of masculinity. I think it all goes back to masculinity. And Tracy says things could get worse as the religious, fanatical, homophobic right now controls the Supreme Court. Trump was able to get another right-wing conservative justice on the court. That was Amy Coney Barrett. Because of that, they targeted Roe v. Wade. That was the religious right. They've been coming after abortion since it passed. There are people suffering already. And that was just the beginning because in his decision, Clarence Thomas, who's an incredibly horrific right-wing justice, also said that he was going to target marriage equality and contraception. Like, it's it's beyond understanding. And this man is a Black man in an interracial relationship who once sexually harassed a colleague. He famously sexually harassed a colleague. And here he is. I can't even say it and even really understand it. It's so absurd to say it out loud. Every week, Peter Tatchell and the Peter Tatchell Foundation produce a weekly take on LGBT plus and human rights news through its PTF weekly newsletter. Why not subscribe by visiting petertatchellfoundation.org. That's petertatchellfoundation.org. Talking about Peter, he joins us now. Peter, why should we care about this issue? The United States has huge global influence politically and culturally. It spreads its tentacles right across the world. So what is happening in America impacts other countries. Indeed, we see the way in which many conservative and right-wing politicians take their cue from the United States in the culture war against the LGBT plus community. That's why it's important that we sit up and notice what's happening in America. And that's why we must support our siblings there who are striving to stop the rollback of LGBT plus freedoms. Gracie makes a point that at the heart of this is not just the far right and religious extremism, but also toxic masculinity. Does she have a point, do you think? There's no doubt in my mind that straight machismo is one of the props that sustains all forms of oppression. You need to have that kind of macho attitude to condone homophobia, biphobia and transphobia to condone misogyny and racism. Um, that very harsh, hard-edged masculinity is what enables people to cut themselves off from emotions and feelings and focus on hateful campaigns. Thank you, Peter. The last word of this episode is with Tracy. Is she optimistic or pessimistic? You know, it kind of depends on the day, but I will say this. I recently interviewed Amy Schneider. I don't know if you've heard of her. She was the trans champion of Jeopardy, which is our long running famous quiz show here. She really ran the Jeopardy board for quite a while and she's a trans woman. I spoke with her and she spoke of hope that this pushback is 
a rattling on their side that it's the last gasps of a dying breed. And I, I hope to God that's true. But I have to say, you know, if if trans folks can be optimistic at this time when they are among the most vulnerable, uh, and she's not the only trans woman I spoke with who had that kind of sentiment. If if they can be very hopeful, then I have to be. I have to also just keep fighting my fight. That's that's all I know how to do. I've been doing it since the 80s. So um, I am I am mostly hopeful, but I worry about vulnerable people in states like Florida and Texas and Kentucky and Missouri. So yeah, it's a mixed bag. That's it for this episode of Be The Change. Thank you to Tracy E. Gilchrist of The Advocate and of course to Peter. We'll be back in your feed soon and please remember to leave us that review. This podcast was produced and presented by me, Simon Harris, with additional production work by Pliny Sukumani. This production comes from the Peter Tatchell Foundation. Thank you.